Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Revamp Soul podcast. It's your girl, Lee, and we're on episode three, but I almost feel like it's episode one because um, I really, I kind of started doing the podcast a couple months ago, and then I kind of like, there was just so much going on Revamp Soul and the brand and everything. And I was like, I really need to like get focused and get things in order, figure out what I want to do first. So um, I thought this would be a great time to get back on the podcast and really get this thing popping. Okay. Um, so if you're not, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Revamp Soul because I have been talking about relationships and dating on the gram and I put up a couple posts this week because I've really relationships right now are like really heavy on my heart and just women in relationships and women in dating and being in healthy relationships and how relationships affect our lives and the impact of relationships and the impact of dating. I think we underestimate the impact that it has on us. And that's something that I really want to talk about in this series. So we are going to be doing a relationship series and the relationship series. That is not easy to say. The relationship series is going to be called He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not. And I don't know. I just think that's a cute little title to something to call the series. And so today, um, what I want to talk about is the success in singleness. I got a lot of tongue twisters today. But um, the success in singleness. And I want to talk about this because I know I get a lot of messages and I've gotten a lot of emails and um and just throughout my day to day I hear a lot of women say I'm tired of being single. I don't want to be single. I want to be married. I want my husband. Where is my husband? I've been praying to God for a husband and I, he just must not be hearing me. Like, I don't know what's going on. He's not hearing me because he's not here. Where are you at? Um, and so, uh, I, I've heard, I've heard it so many times and I've heard women say, you know, nothing ever works out. I meet a guy, it just doesn't work out. And I want to be, I want to talk about the importance of singleness and whether you're in a single season and how long is that season we don't know um and that can be the frustrating thing about it the challenging thing about it because we don't know how long god is going to have us in a season of waiting and let me tell you i'm speaking from experience it's hard to be patient and wait on God because we think we know best. We think that we're ready. We think this is the time. And God's like, uh, yeah, this ain't it. So um, 
what about the success in singleness? How can you be successful in your singleness? And are you in a season of singleness? There is a lot of things that need to take place before we get with someone. Before we can have a successful relationship, we have to be successfully single. And a lot of people think that because they got a good job, uh, they get paid pretty well. Um, you know, you might have your own place, your own apartment, your own house. Um, you might have some degrees. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have your own business. Maybe you're just smart. Whatever the case, you know, we're like, you know, listen, I got my stuff set up. I got my house. I got my car. I got my business. I got my job. I got my stuff. But where is my man? Like, I don't understand at this age, this should be happening. At this point in my life, this should be happening. And we're like, God, I'm waiting on you, right? We're praying like, God, I'm waiting on you. Where is this man? Like, where is this relationship? And the funny thing about it is, is that I feel like God's like, you're waiting on me. Like, sis, I'm waiting on you, right? I'm waiting on you to be where you need to be. I'm waiting on you to do what you need to do. I'm waiting on you to um, have the qualities and things that I need you to have. And a lot of times we don't look deep into ourselves to say, am I the reason? Now, before I continue with this, this isn't going to be a coddling kind of chit chat, right? This is raw, straight up, 100% honest transparency. And I'm coming from a place of my own experience because I feel like there's nothing that I can speak to you guys on that God hasn't personally dealt with me on. So I can't speak to you on something I don't know about. So I come from my own experience, just what I've learned over the years. I feel like in my own life, I've had a lot of um, experience with relationships and um in my own life and then the people around me. Um, and I feel like God has given me a certain discernment for relationships and for, pe- you know, of people. I can't understand it. Like I can remember being 14 years old and giving people relationship advice. What did I know about a relationship at that point? Absolutely nothing. But I always had this gift of really being a good judge of character Now, do I miss the mark? Absolutely. And I'm going to be talking about that uh, when I talk about my own personal testimony and things like that. But I've always been, for the most part, a good judgment of character. And so, um, you know, this conversation is going to be real because I want you to have change in your life. My motive and my mission 
is to always bring a transformation and a renewing of either your spirit, your mind, your behavior. Like it's always something for you all to be able to apply to your life to change it for the better. And so I can only do that if I'm 100% real and 100% honest. And so for this conversation, we got to think about the fact that God, like what do, what we, what do we need to do before God can move? So before you can expect that prayer to be answered, before you can expect that guy to come, before you can expect God to move in that situation, what do you as an individual need to do and it may not be as obvious as a good job, a nice car, got your house, debts paid off. Those are the things that we think of. We think, oh, okay, I'm straight on this and I'm good on that. And God's like, but your character isn't right. You know what I mean? Like, but you got this thing with you that you hold grudges against people. For a really long time. Or how about the fact that you're hurt at something that happened to you when you were 15 years old and you never dealt with it. Like those are the kinds of things, the things within our soul, the things within our spirit that God cares about. The things that he wants to deal with. Because he's like, you know, I can, I can, it doesn't matter if if you have the greatest job in the world. I can I can I can find you a great man. It doesn't matter if um you got 15 degrees. I can find you a smart man. Like that isn't the problem. The problem a lot of times is that we're not in position to be ready for the thing that God has for us to receive. Because we have to take care of the things that God gives us. And you're like, well, Lee, like I'm a good woman. Like I would treat my, I'm going to treat him like a king. I'm going to treat him like a, and I know that we think those things until we get in a situation and something triggers us. Like, is it always about you? Or does it always have to be your way? Does a man always have to have these things on your perfect list, bullet by bullet? What if God brings you somebody that didn't have that characteristic or that quality that you just had to have? And so God has to deal with us before he can give us the person. Like, how can he give us this great relationship, this healthy relationship, but we don't know how to communicate? How can he give us this um, great relationship, this loving relationship, but we have a hard time forgiving people? Like, how can he bring a guy that takes us out and caters and cares and is generous and we don't know how to be giving? Like... Are you in a position? Do you possess the qualities that you expect from somebody else? So how successful are you in your singleness? 
Because during singleness is the time that we have to work on being the best version of ourselves. And I know that sounds super cliche, but it's a time where we get closer to God. It's the time that we work on the parts of us that nobody knows about, right? Because when you are single and you have this issue, the only person that really knows about it is you. But when you get in a relationship and you become closer to somebody, now all of a sudden it's on stage. Now all of a sudden there's a spotlight on it. Now all of a sudden, oh, she she was really sweet <laughs> in the beginning. But when it comes to this, sis is acting up. So are you successful in your singleness? Have you done all the work that you need to? You may be successful in the sense of finances and education and status, but are you successful in your character? Like, are you successful in your spirit as, a, as in your inner being? Do you have confidence? This is huge. This is like, <laughs> as women... We battle with insecurity so much. Insecurity because of comparison. Insecurity because of physical, right? Maybe we're insecure about something physical about us. We don't like our weight. We don't like our shape. We don't like our skin tone. We don't like our hair. We don't, you know, we're not confident. Like, is that your thing? Are you a confident person? Because no one wants to be an ins- with an insecure person. And being successful in your singleness is all about being whole. Because when you get in a relationship with someone, you need to go in the relationship whole. Like that person is not supposed to fill your void. That person is not supposed to bring you happiness, although they make you happy. As an individual all by yourself, you should have peace. You should have happiness. You should have confidence. You should be complete because of A, your relationship with God And B, just off your own strength alone, you should be a confident, well-rounded, put-together person. Your partner is not supposed to fix you. A man is not supposed to fill in your empty areas. Like this whole concept of a man coming and healing a woman's broken heart. I hate to break it to you, (laughs) no pun intended, but you need to heal your own heart. It's not somebody else's responsibility to heal you. And a lot of us are walking around with a lot of hurt. And we get in relationships and we're expecting people to heal our wounds. We're expecting people to heal our hearts. We're expecting a guy to um, make it all make sense and 
And maybe this is why I went through all of that. And it's like, you need to heal yourself and be put together. Because what ends up happening, if you don't take the time to do this, what ends up happening is you find someone just as broken as you. And here you both are in a relationship trying to fill each other's empty areas, trying to fill each other's voids. Because when you are a whole person all by yourself, the more accurate you can be at identifying someone who isn't complete themselves. Because if I'm complete and I have peace and I'm confident, I have joy, you know, I enjoy life and everything like that, and I meet somebody, I'm automatically going to be able to identify if they're not on the same level. But what happens is if I'm incomplete and I'm battling hurt and I'm battling uh these not so great qualities within myself, then my demons are attracted to his demons and his demons are attracted to mine. So we just end up in a toxic, unhealthy, unsuccessful relationship. And at the end of it, we're upset, our hearts are broken, we're sad. And if we had took the time to work on ourselves, the more successful we would be at identifying those things in other people. Now, no one's going to be perfect. Everyone has their flaws. I don't care how together we think that we are. We all still have our flaws. But at the same time, we should still be a complete, whole, put together person. Like I put on Instagram, someone who says to you, you complete me, is not flattery. <laughs> That's not flattering. That's a red flag. Because what's that saying is, without you, I'm not complete. I need you to be complete. You should be complete all by yourself. You shouldn't need anyone to be complete. And no one should need you to be complete because you end up trying to be their savior. You end up trying to fix them. A lot of times women end up in those exact relationships because I don't know if anybody's like me, but I'm the type of person where I'm always trying to fix something. I'm always trying to save someone. And that has gotten me in a lot of trouble in a lot of bad situations trying to save someone. Because I, I, I needed to be fixed myself. So at the same time as I'm trying to save you, I'm hoping you're going to do the same thing to me. And a lot of times that ends up not being the case. Because what ends up happening is if we have that thought, right, where we are going to fix somebody, save someone from themselves. Um, Because women, we're emotional. We're we're nurturing. We're just like that. 
And a lot of times we'll get with someone and we just feel like, oh, I just got to help him uh, to see the potential in him. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, we're just, and I've been there. And so what it's like is like that person is drowning and you reach down to save them and they pull you in the water with them. And once their head is above water, they're pushing you down underneath it. So the energy and the time that we put in wanting relationship, having relationship, maintaining relationship, that is the time and energy we need to be investing in ourselves. Investing in ourselves physically, being healthy physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And a big part of that is being connected to God. One thing that I feel like, and that I feel like is the issue, and it's the biggest issue to me, is that we leave God out of dating. Like, God's in our finances, he's in our jobs, if we need healing, if some if we're mourning and we lost someone, um in marriage, but when it comes to dating, we totally leave them out. Like and a lot of times it's because we don't want to be obedient to what we know God may be telling us about someone. Like, you know good and doggone well that that dude is no good for you. You know that. But if you're not going to God about it, you can't, there's no conviction. You don't feel accountable. So, and you keep doing it. So a lot of times we leave him out of relationships because of that. And that is where I believe people fail is because we need to have him in dating. Like when you are dating someone, you need to be going to God about that person. A lot of like one of the biggest reasons is not just on the religious stuff. Like God cares about your memories. Like God cares about people mistreating you. Like God loves you and God values you. And so if we end up in relationships because we didn't take the time to work on being successful, being single, and we end up in these relationships with people and we end up getting hurt. It's not that God's pleased with that. He's disappointed. He's sad for us. Because that's not how he intended things to be. And the more successful we are by ourselves. And the more that we communicate with God in that season. The less likely it is that we are going to end up in terrible relationships. Now, it's not foolproof things happen, but the odds are definitely in your favor as long as you're always putting God first. Always. And so 
Think about your own life right now and what's going on. If you are single, how successful are you in that? Like before you talk about wanting to be in a relationship, before you talk about not wanting to be single, before you talk about you want to be married and you want to be a wife, how successful are you being single? Or can you can you be honest enough with yourself to be like, you know what? I lack in this area. And this is something that I need to work on. I want to be the best woman I can be so that I can be ready for the great man that God has for me. I want to be the best that I can be so I can be ready for the relationship that God has for me. So take the time to really invest in that and take the time to look within yourself. Like for me, and I am going to be giving my personal relationship testimony and it's juicy. Um, I'm going to be giving my personal testimony soon. But to give you an example, like for me, it was the fact that I was always thought I was right about everything. And I feel like I'm, I'm probably still working on that. But everything, everything is a process, right? But I always thought I was right about everything and I was very argumentative. Now, I think a lot more before I speak. I am less argumentative. I try to apologize even when I'm wrong. That is something I learned during singleness. I didn't learn that in relationship. I, that is something that God revealed to me while I was single. So that when I got in relationship, I was ready. And guess what? Now I can have a disagreement with my husband and say, you know what? I was wrong about that. I apologize. Now I can have a disagreement with my husband and I don't have to be right all the time. Like I can, I can see where I'm wrong and apologize where I was wrong. But guess what? Had I want, had I got my husband, then I would never have the marriage that I have now. It just would not have happened because there was so much in me that God had to work out within me. Like, like, all right, let's get all this junk up out of here. So that you can finally be in a position for the type of relationship you really want. Like I wrote down in a journal the kind of marriage that I wanted before I even had it. And at the time that I wrote it, I was like really broken. Like I was going through a lot. And I literally wrote down in my journal like I want a man that loves God more than he loves me. I want a man that um, cares for me, is faithful, is, and I wrote it down. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
And if you haven't done that, I actually suggest that you do. And I and I didn't just write it down and I'm like, oh, if I write this down and I manifest it enough, like it'll totally happen. Like, no, like I wrote it down because I wanted, I felt like God wanted me to make stuff plain, write it down on a piece of paper and I would pray over it. And I would go to God and tell God, like, this is what I really want. But God's like, I can't give you that. I want you to have that, but I can't give you that right now. You're just not ready yet. And a lot of it is like, it's not that it's not going to happen. It's just not yet. Because how successful are you being single? Like, how successful are you in singleness? Like, have you made the most of your singleness? Like, I always feel like there's something, I always tell people, if you're struggling being single and you feel like you've been single for a really long time and you want that relationship, there is something you're missing. And here's here's a newsflash. Not everybody's meant to be married. I'm just putting that out, putting that out there. There's nothing that says everybody will get married and everybody's supposed to get married. It's just not the case. However... I do feel like God cares about what we care about. He cares about the desires of our heart. And he wants people to have successful relationships. He wants people to have healthy relationships. He wants people to be in relationships with somebody that they love and that they love them. But are you in a position to be ready for that person? Like, what are you doing in your singleness? Some of us are doing nothing. Like, but sitting around waiting. Like, what could you be doing better? What could you be doing more? Like, are you making the most out of your time? Are you the best you that you can be? And it's not that you're going to wake up tomorrow and be totally different. But have you even started the process? Like, can you honestly say that? Today, I'm a well-rounded, complete person. I have nothing going on. A lot of us, if we were going to be completely honest, can't say that. And there's still things today, me being married, that I'm still working on. Like I said, it's progression, not perfection. So look deep in your heart and figure out, can I do? What can I be better at? Is there something? And go to God about it. Always go to God about it. Pray about it. Be like, is there something? Like, ask God to reveal to you the areas that you need to work on before he can move. Like, what are the areas? Like, God, what am I missing? Because the thing about it is God is the same. He 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 does not change. He's perfect. He's the same. He's consistent. So if God hasn't changed and we know the kind of God that we serve, we know the good things that God desires for us. There's something off. And the issue 
does not, it never lies with him. <laughs> the issue is always going to lie with us. So, you know, are you a confident person? Do you have insecurities? Do you have unforgiveness? Do you have bitterness? Are you selfish? Are you a good communicator? You know what I mean? Like, are you open? And hear this one. Are you open to someone who doesn't look like what you want? And I know some of y'all just scrunched y'all noses up right there. But are you open to somebody who doesn't make your cookie cutter look? Who doesn't make the money? Ooh, I'm in your business. Who doesn't make the money that you think he should make? Who doesn't drive the car that you think he should drive? Who doesn't look the way that you think he should look? Like, a lot of us have maybe... God send us the guy, but we didn't we didn't even we didn't even look his direction because it wasn't what we thought we wanted. Like I always feel like it's good to be attracted to someone, like you should be attracted to someone, like you should be interested in some I'm not saying like none of that matters, but charm and looks means nothing. It's in vain. Like, it means nothing. Good character is everything. Like, I've been with cute dudes. <laughs> like, cute guys, good-looking guys, like, super charming. And they were horrible. <laughs> horrible. So good looks and charming, yeah, it's cute, it's fun, it's sexy, it's this, it's that. But everything that glitters is not gold. And a way to be able to, like I said, identify those things and decipher those things is if you yourself are together as a person, the better you are at identifying when something's off. For instance, if you don't have morals and standards, you will allow somebody else to create your moral and your standards. I'll say that again. If you do not create your own morals and standards, you will allow somebody else to create your morals and standards. Those are the things that you need to have in place before someone or you will allow someone to love you the way they think they should love you. And that is a lot of times is a problem. You'll allow somebody to care for you the way they think they should care for you. Whatever value they put on it, that that that's the standard. They set the standard. You don't. And I'm not saying you should meet somebody and be like, listen, you got to call me four times a day. 
you need to text me between the hours of 7, <laughs> 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Like, no, like I'm not I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying you want to make sure that you have your own standards for how people how will people treat you if there's no expectation. Like, if you have no standard, those are the things that you develop in your singleness. You know, you might say, listen, um, I'm just not the kind of girl that dates around. I really don't want to, like, if I give my attention to a guy, like, I just want to date that guy. And that's your standard. And if you meet someone that says, well, listen, like, that's not really me. Like, when I meet somebody, I don't just date one person. I like to date a couple people. I like to weigh my options. I like to just get to know multiple people. Then you can say, you know what? I get it. I totally get it. Everybody's different. Maybe this just isn't going to work between us. No harm, no foul. I wish you the best. But if we don't have those things in place, the guy will come along, see, listen, I, you know, I don't know what you're planning on doing, but, you know, I, I do talk to other people, you know what I'm saying? I, I like to weigh my options and you'll just be sitting there because you have nothing to say and you have, and you have not established those things during your singleness. So your singleness is, oh my gosh, your singleness can change your life. It really, really can. And we're always so anxious and so ready to be in a relationship that we don't take full advantage of our singleness and work on ourselves and work on our happiness and work on being um, fulfilled and work on our relationship with God and just working on like just elevating in life and feeling good. Like despite not having that person, like you're good. A lot of us are just so quick and so ready to be in a relationship and then we get in it and then we're settling or we end up years in something that we know we don't really want. We end up convincing ourselves that I guess this is as good as it's going to get. But if you knew the kind of relationship that God wanted for you, if you knew the way God loved you and the way God valued you, if you digged into that a little bit more, you would not tolerate anything haphazardly and mediocre. So how successful are you in your singleness? So this week, what you want to be doing is working on success in your singleness. What areas can you be better in? What areas can you work on? What areas need to be restored? What areas need to be healed? What what pieces of your heart need to be put back together? 
Because to be honest, a lot of guys would meet you and be like, oh, no, she's too good for me. Like, I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> like, she's way too put together for me. That's your defense. That'll be your defense. So this week, y'all, work on success and singleness. Um, follow um, the Revamp Soul page on Instagram. Download the Revamp Soul app. It is on Apple and Google. Um, and I love to hear your feedback for this episode. I love to hear how you're working on your success and your singleness season. And I'm really excited to jump this relationship series off. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.